listening to the Die Hard Racerback Fan Podcast with your hosts, Taylor Stallnaker and Alex Hill. Two Arkansas guys talking about Arkansas sports. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here are Taylor and Alex. Welcome, listeners. This is the Die Hard Razorback Fan Podcast. I am Alex Hill, and I'm joined by the ultimate Die Hard Razorback fan, Taylor Stonacker. Taylor, what's up? Hey, Alex. How you doing, man? It's great to be with you again, man. Looking forward to this episode, man. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, Taylor, you were telling me something about like a, a weird a weird happenstance that happened just right before we started recording. Somebody knocked on the door, and what was going on? Oh, well, this dude knocked on the door, and he wanted to wash the blood off his hands, and so it was kind of a weird sequence. <laughs> so, so did he ask you to help bury the body? No. Oh, okay. Uh, well, so, yeah, before I came over here, uh, bought a whole bunch, like 50 pounds of beef for my cousin, who had a cow butchered, and... Uh, and let's just say uh, things got a little messy. Um, but anyways, if uh, if anybody is looking for uh, for some good quality beef, my cousin can hook you, hook you up. Um, be sure to be sure to drop us a line. We'll give you we'll give you the information. Uh, so Taylor, um, tell us about your week. Tell us a lot about the last couple of weeks. What you been up to? Well, I've just been staying home. I've had a few doctor's appointments and really just been staying home. I'm still in quarantine, so how about you, man? Uh, you know, just uh, doing some work here and there. The kids started school. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a little different. Um, you know, sports are back, though, man. I yes, mean, I mean, amen, brother. They've been back for a while as far as baseball and basketball goes. Um, man. Are you are you a little heartbroken about your bucks? Yes, I am. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, I, uh, I I I admit I have not been watching a whole lot of the basketball, but I did see that they got a uh, they got taken to the cleaners. Yes, they did by the Miami Heat. They can yeah. win it all. They uh, from from what I hear, they're they're a very formidable team. Um, kind of wondering, I think. Uh, Boston's still in it, are they not? Yes, they just won yeah. Game Seven with the Raptors mm-hmm. last night. So they'll be they'll be playing Boston. Yep. And then we've got uh, Houston and LA are still playing one another. Or did or is that is that still going on? That series is probably going to end tonight. I think the Lakers are going to take it tonight. Yeah, yeah. And then they then they got to contend with uh, possibly the Clippers. Yes. Um. After that, so. That should be that should be a fun couple of series there. Yes, for sure. Uh, also, um, we've got a got NFL started back this week on Tomorrow, Thursday. Yep, and well, Thursday night. Yeah. yeah, it happened Thursday night. It was the Kansas City Chiefs against uh, the Houston Texans. Uh, pretty good game, I think. The Texans kind of let things get away from them with the you know yeah. the second half, but very good game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is. Um, seems like he hasn't lost a step. Oh yeah, that's for sure. 
Uh, also, his tight end, uh, Kelsey, uh, seems to have been having a good game, too. Um, okay, so, man, Taylor, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, we're going to start our first quarter here, and we're going to talk about some Arkansas news. What, what, uh, what exciting news do you have for us? Well, first, I would just like to point out congratulations to the Arkansas State Red Wolves for pulling off a surprising upset against the Kansas State uh, right. Wildcats. Right. We were just talking about that. Um, you know, a lot of people really weren't surprised by this, though. I was. Um, you know, uh, Kansas State was actually picked to be last in their conference. Oh, really? I did not know um, that. But, and, you know, we all know – well, okay, so this is the Arkansas. You know, we, we are the the Razorback fan, the the diehard Razorback fan podcast. Yes. Um, now, a lot of people in the state they they say, well, you can't root for Arkansas State. You can you can only root for one or the other. I don't think that's true. I don't think it is I, either. I mean, if they both played each other, which I would love to see, I mean, I'll root for the Razorbacks. Yeah, me too. But I mean, we. You can't help but be proud of a team that that bears the name Arkansas, right? Especially when they go and win a game like they did today. Yes. <clears throat> so that was very exciting. I very excited for for their head coach. Uh, he's had a rough couple of years. He has for sure, uh, losing his wife to cancer and whatnot. But yeah, appreciate you bringing that up. I, I completely forgot about mentioning that. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, but yeah, on to Arkansas news. Uh, what do we got, Taylor? Okay, well, there's some big recruiting news. Arkansas has landed a commitment from Keytron Jackson, and you and I had talked about him before. Yes, sir. It was looking like he was going to go to Texas. I thought it was over, but Justin Stepp, our wide receiver coach, prioritized Keytron, and Keytron, I just want to say we're happy to have you, brother. God bless you and your family, and you will not be disappointed, brother. Thank you for choosing Arkansas. That's awesome. I, I really I really hope he, you know, somewhere down the line. I mean, I we appreciate our listeners. We uh, you know, we know we we've got we've got about I don't know, probably about twenty or twenty five folks that I know that that listen uh, pretty consistently. Um, maybe one of these days this thing will blow up and you know he'll he'll hear your uh, your words of praise because hopefully. Um, but uh, at any rate, uh, so. You know we've got a we've got our game against Georgia yes. here in a few weeks. You know, you know we'll probably have a podcast before the Georgia game. But I mean, like, what are your what are your thoughts to you know a, a couple weeks away from this game? What 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 are our chances looking like, Taylor? And I guess like I mean, what what would be uh, an instance where where we can walk away with our heads high, like what 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 do we need to do? I mean, even if we don't win the game, which hardly anybody expects that's to happen, how can we hold our heads high? Like how close of a game do we need to have be? Um, you know, does uh, Felipe Franks does he need to have a, a good game? Rakeem Boyd, like what kind of game do they need to have to kind of have some momentum? to carry into the rest of the season 
Well, um, Alex, honestly, I'm not expecting Arkansas to beat Georgia, but hey, you know what? It's 2020, and this has already been a really strange year, so I'm kind yeah. of leaving the door open for an upset just because anything can happen in 2020. Yeah, strange indeed, strange indeed. Um, you know, and, and you know, we mentioned on an earlier podcast about how uh, COVID, you know, it it could. It could be an equalizer. Uh, you know, there's been a number of folks that have that on the Georgia team are not playing this year because of COVID, mm-hmm. because they're opting out. I think, yes. uh, uh, yeah, who, who's who's opting out from Georgia? Well, Georgia has their starting quarterback opting out, Jamie Newman, mm-hmm. and then they also have a starting wide receiver who is injured, Dominic Blaylock. And then they also have their starter now, JT Daniels, who has a knee injury. Yeah. So. Yeah. And as far as I know, there's only been one. Has there only been one player with from Arkansas that's opted out? Only this season? one player, Samar yeah. Nash. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so you know, we're just it just remains to be seen. Uh, we'll 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 definitely have a. Uh, kind of a pregame perspective uh, as, as we get closer. Um, you know, I, I would – oh, go ahead. I think um, I think we just need to go out and just give it all we got. I mean, we have nothing to lose. It, exactly. And when you have a team that has nothing to lose, that's a very dangerous team. It is. Um, for sure. And um, I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this season. I, you know, I mean – um, you know, even though we're probably not even going to be able to go to a game, you know, with 25, I, I looked at tickets the other day on StubHub, nosebleeds for the Arkansas game are currently like almost a hundred bucks. Wow. And, uh, you, you know, I, and I mean, there's no tickets available for the lower bowl for, for anything, at least as far as I can tell. Um... What do you think? What do you think about Raheem Boyd? You, you, you think you think he's poised to have a have a great season? Because I've heard Sam Pittman, he's he's pretty excited about Raheem Boyd. I think Raheem Boyd could have anywhere between fifteen and eighteen touchdowns. Yeah. What do you think about yards? I mean, I mean, we're gonna have let's see, ten is it ten games we're gonna have? Ten. Yeah. yeah. So ten games. Do you think I, – I'm kind of thinking the over and under for him. Let's let's say 10 games. Let's say 750 yards. You think he's going to get more than 750 yards in 10 games this season? I think he could either get that, but I think he'll at least get 1,500. Oh, you think he's going to get 1,500 yards in a 10-game season? Possibly if he oh, runs wow. the way he's capable of. I tell you, that would be averaging about 150 yards a game. Yes. Well, I tell you that that uh, Raheem, if you're listening to this, uh, hey, don't let Taylor down. You don't want to do that. Well, the reason I say that is because Sam Pittman has stated repeatedly that he's going to give him the ball. So, yeah. unlike the last year where we didn't give him the ball enough, I don't think. Well, like so, so last year as a junior, Boyd carried the ball 184 times. 
He accumulated 1,133 yards with eight touchdowns. But he also caught 19 passes for 160 yards. So, you know, he's a dual threat back uh, for sure. Um, What are your thoughts on uh, our quarterback situation? I really am a believer in Felipe Franks. I've heard he's got a really strong arm. And do you remember this game he had at Florida where he threw the Hail Mary and beat Tennessee? Right, right. So he can sling it. Yeah, we're in a and I mean he's a he's a dual threat quarterback. I mean, he's he's good on his feet too from from what I've seen. Yes. Um so I you know and and you know we'll we'll talk a little bit about maybe some disappointment later on, but you know, I I don't think it's a bad thing to have our hopes a little high for this season, you know. Um you know, we've already talked about how many games we're thinking about we might could win right i i kind of th- i kind of think if we win three games this season that's being optimistic yes i do too um but i'm hopeful that we will get three wins um yes and uh you know if we don't get three wins um will i be disappointed well sure but you know it, it's <laughs> it, it's 2020 anything can happen um so any other news coming from the hill well, Keytron Jackson is the big news, and I'm so excited. Thanks again to Keytron for choosing Arkansas. Um, and thanks, Rakeem, for being such a great back. And, man, just I'm looking forward to them having a great season, the Razorbacks. And that's just about all the news is Keytron, of course. Yeah. That was the only recruit that I knew of, so. Right, right. I'm a uh... – well, and, and as the season starts, you know we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of uh, analysis, you know, some some pregame uh, talking, you know, we, me and Taylor, we're, we're hoping that we'll be able to do kind of a special podcast for for at least some of the games, maybe all of them, if if we if we're fortunate enough to do this, but we're hopeful that we might be able to um, do a pregame podcast like a portion of the podcast and then a halftime you know portion and then also a post game you know something something where we where we just talk about the happenings in the game what we thought and um you know where we think we can go from there so uh i mean i'm excited about about sports yes. you know i mean i think a couple months ago we didn't know we didn't think we were gonna be able to do this and right. and and you know we're we're almost there. Yeah. We're almost there. The NFL they started and seems to be doing okay. You know, let's knock on wood. You yes. know, but um, all right. So yeah. So that's the end of the third quarter. Um, I think we're going to be heading right into that second quarter now. And I hope I'm pronouncing all these names right with recruits. <laughs> yeah. So oh yeah. Forgive me if I'm not. Well, I think I think you're doing. Uh, I, I mean, I, you know, if uh, if for some reason, if uh, if if we are saying somebody's name wrong, then by all means chime in. <laughs> you can do that um, by going to our Facebook page. Um, just simply type up the Die Hard Razorback Fan Podcast. It's right there. Add us, share us, um, tell us how we're doing. Um, you know. You're not going to hurt our feelings. 
You might hurt Taylor's mom's feelings, though. She might come after you. <laughs> yes, I'm just glad that we're able to talk about recruits because Sam has done an incredible job recruiting despite Arkansas's record. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, he's he's demonstrated that he's a – He's a great recruiter. Um, and thanks and, to all the recruits for believing in him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think, you know, he has he has this passion, you know, for for the team. You know, I, I imagine I mean, he's he's the first coach since Houston Nutt that's had that sim, a similar passion for the Razorbacks, you right. know. I mean, you know, Petrino, you know, he, he, he had some success. Um but, you know, he, he wasn't from Arkansas. Of course, you know, I mean, Pittman's not technically from Arkansas either. He's from Oklahoma. But he he was raised with a fondness of the Razorbacks, you know. And, and we just we just wish him for the best. I, I'm, I mean, I'm excited about him. Um, I, hope, yes. uh, I hope he has success here for Thank sure. And thanks again to Keytron. I was literally jumping across my room when I heard that news. Yeah, yeah, you told me. I remember you texted me that. Um, and I mean, he picked us over over Texas, which is, I mean, that's, you know, Texas. They they've got a. I mean, I mean, Arkansas is a great program. I yes. mean, let's not dismiss the fact that I mean they've got great facilities. Um, but you know, when when you win one over Texas, it's you know it, it it feels good. Thank you, Keytron. Yes, sir. Um, okay, so let's head in the second quarter. Uh, Taylor, I think you know in times past, you know with with these new seasons starting with Major League Baseball, NBA, we we did you know a Pro Hogs kind of expose. You know, we did the Pro Hogs for baseball, did the Pro Hogs for NBA. So now it'd be an opportune time to do the Pro Hogs for NFL. Um, okay, I guess so, I should say end of the first quarter, welcome to second quarter. Yes, listeners. sir. Yes, sir. We're, we're, we're heading right into it. Um, so uh, so who, do we, who do we want to talk about, Taylor? Well, I was just looking over a few guys, and I have three main guys that I would like to mention as NFL Hogs. Okay. Number one is Jonathan Williams. He was a running back in 2014 and 15, I think 13 as well, and he plays for the Detroit Lions, and I don't know if he's getting a lot of playing time, but he's doing really well. Well, and I think I think he actually, uh, a, 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 as of now, the news is that he he was released or waived from the Detroit Lions. Oh, okay. Yeah, which which is unfortunate. You know, another another couple people um, that that uh, um, that got released um, a, as of you know this podcast, uh, Brandon Allen. Which, yes. uh, which was a huge surprise. He, he got released from the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, also, um, Jeremiah Ledbetter from the Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, Dan Skipper, also from the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. um, got released. But, uh, but yeah, we have – I mean, there, there, there's still some hogs that are, that are thriving. Um, uh, Hunter Henry, you know, he's still with the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, we've talked about Hunter Henry a number of times. You know, he – he was he kind of he kind of didn't get a whole lot of 
love, I guess you'd say, when he was a player, um, or not as much love as he, he would have if it hadn't been for the fact that he was playing alongside Darren McFadden and Felix Jones, right? Right. Yeah. Um, let's see, who uh, well, who, who are some other notables? Um, Dre Greenlaw, who was recently in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. with the San Francisco 49ers. Right. Right. He came up a little bit short, but congratulations to Dre Greenlaw on making the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, and for sure. And winning the NFC, yeah. Yeah, and you know he got he got a lot of playing time due to some injuries mm-hmm. uh, of other players um, his rookie year. Um, he had one of the biggest tackles of the season last year when he stopped Jacob Hollister just shy of the goal line um, in the last week. Uh, to secure their number one seed in the playoffs, which right. ultimately helped them probably make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so who who else did you have in mind? Um, let's see. Jonathan Williams, Dre Greenlaw. Um, let's see. Who else did I have? Um, Jason Peters. Oh, Jason Peters. Who is with oh, the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was uh, – uh, yeah, he signed. Oh yeah, right guard, um, and he he signed with them after after uh, uh, their original right guard went down uh, due, due to torn Achilles uh, back in June. Yes. So uh, so yeah, he's he's gonna looks like he's gonna be a lot of playing time. And the thing is, I mean, you'll notice. I mean, a lot of lot of pro hogs. You know, they're they're linemen. You know, linemen yeah. are defensive uh, folks. Um, I'll mention, uh, well, of course, you know, there's Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers for New England, right? Yeah, well, he's he's now with Detroit, actually. Okay. Um, but, yeah, had, had had enormous success in New England. Um, but, uh, you know, last year, I believe he finished with seven sacks for the year. And uh, he's averaged about seven sacks um, every year for the past four years. So he's he's definitely seeing some production. Um, trying to trying to think of who else is notable. Oh, Frank Frank Ragnow. Yeah. You know. Um. You know, I tell you. Um. You know, he. I remember when he when he was a player. You know, he was under Brett Bielema. Yeah, and uh, um, I, I remember I remember the year I think uh, his dad passed away. You know, yes. and, and um, you know that was that was such a um sad event but um so yeah he he actually he moved from center and uh and i guess i guess he's a guard now um but yeah i mean he's uh he's only allowed two sacks in 15 starts despite snapping the ball to three different quarterbacks when he was a center um so uh so yeah frank rag now he's He's looking to make a continue to make a name for himself, right. for sure. Um, remember Jeremy Sprinkle? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, what years did he play with the Hogs? He played in 2015 and 16, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he he was uh, he played he played when Alex Collins was still a, still yeah. with the Razorbacks. Was he in the game? Was he in the game against Ole Miss 
that that cra- the, the the crazy game against Ole Miss where we came back. I think we we're four. It was four and twenty-five. That yes. game was it. Yeah, he was in that game. I, I I thought he was. I thought I remember that. So, um, let's see. Randy Ramsey. Uh, he's with the Green Bay Packers. Um. Uh, he spent his rookie year on the practice squad, but now he's on the he's on the team. So, uh, Cody Hollister, mm-hmm. remember him? Yep. Um, you know he was on the practice squad as well. Got promoted to active roster, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got we've got quite a few hogs, and, and I suspect that those that are released or waived. You know, maybe these rosters will continue to grow because they're only allowing what fifty-three players yes. for a team. Uh, so, so I, I kind of hope we're going to see you know folks like Jonathan Williams and Brandon Allen, yeah, uh, back in it. Um, yeah. So, so Taylor, I, I, I'm I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. I'm going to ask you, who is the best football player to ever come out of Ar- the Arkansas Razorbacks that made it pro? Like, who, who had the best pro career wow, of any that, Razorback? That is a tough one right there, man. Yeah. Uh, the best one of any Razorback. I guess I would have to say the first name that comes to mind is probably – Andrews, Sean Andrews is an offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and uh, t- tell us about Sean Andrews. What 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 years was he with the, with the Hogs? I think he was with them from '01 to '04, something like that. So he was there around the same time Brandon Burlesworth was there, correct? Right. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I tell you, um. Well, I, I'll I'll just say I mean the first the first name that came to mind for me was Darren McFadden. I me mean, too. even though he didn't have enormous success in the pros, or at least as I I think he had he had decent success. I think he, we just had our hopes so high for him, and you know he had a lot of injuries, right, and whatnot. But uh, um, but yeah, back to Brandon Burlesworth though. I mean, what a shame. Man, I mean, I, I I would imagine if what happened didn't happen, you know, if if he if he was able to have a ten plus year NFL career, yeah, I uh, I think I think we'd be talking about him going in the Hall of Fame. I do too. You know, I mean, not only was he such a talented individual, he had this just. Uh, he he would just will things to happen, and he, he did will it to happen. Um, if anybody out there is listening to this, if you are not familiar with the Brandon Burlesworth story, uh, I think the movie is on Netflix. It's called Greater, and uh, man, I would just highly recommend it. Great movie, isn't it, Taylor? It is. I've seen it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So so yeah, we've got uh kind of covered the nfl hogs here so i think we're about to head in for halftime aren't we taylor yes we're going to halftime buddy yeah and so uh so with that um i think we're gonna take a 
short break. We're going to come back at you here in just a second. And we're back. Uh, sorry about that. We we had to get a we had to get get a drink to yeah. to um well not that kind of drink, Taylor. Uh, but anyways, um, so heading into the third quarter, we've uh had, had a had a good chewing out from our coach. So, um, so you know, in the third quarter, we're gonna just talk about just kind of anything we want to, and I guess we're just gonna tell a story um, about the well, actually the first Razorback game that we ever went to together, um, Taylor. It was a couple years ago, right? Twenty eighteen was the uh, last last home game of the year. Yes, um, I remember the date. I think it was March the second, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh yeah, I, I, did I say eight twenty eighteen? I meant I meant twenty nineteen. But yeah, um, we were playing uh, Ole Miss mm-hmm. last home game of the year, mm-hmm. um, which turned out to be Mike Anderson's last game that I ever coached in the at the bud mm-hmm. uh which was well it, it was bittersweet you know i mean i think i think we're i think we're happy with the coach we have now wouldn't you agree i agree um but yeah so uh so yeah we first game that we ever went to together um first time you ever been to the bud mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. so Tell tell the listeners um, what 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 is what what was your impression of Bud Walton Arena? Well, I think it is the most beautiful arena in college basketball. Right. And there's banners all around. There's concession stands. There's a ton of stairs, as there is in every arena. But Bud Waltons are okay. I can get up and down stairs okay. I'm not great at it, but. I just remember that it's just a very nice arena, and I've I've so much enjoyed going to these games with you, man. And oh yeah, yeah. I, I and there's there's no other person better to go to a Razorback game than Taylor. I will assure you. Um, well, thank you, Alex. So Taylor, yeah, you mentioned you mentioned stairs. Mm-hmm. That's going to come into play a little bit later in this story, right? Uh, but uh, um, what what what's the nickname for the bud? Um, it's a palace, right? What's basketball the... palace of Mid America? Yes, sir. And uh, and I mean that's that's a very appropriately named. Um, I mean I haven't been to every single basketball arena in in the world, but I tell you when when the bud when it gets to rocking, I mean it's electric. It's uh, it's it's crazy it's it's uh it's one of the best atmospheres for a live sporting event that i've ever been to yes i totally agree i love it yeah um so anyways we we left here fairly early in the morning you know because we we live in central arkansas so it's about a three-hour drive to fayetteville and we kind of wanted to get there somewhat early you know just to kind of you know enjoy the the scenery you know uh um just just see what kind of sights we can see um but anyways went to the game oh and and what what was special about this game taylor it was the celebration 
of 25 years of the 1994 national championship team. Right, right. And uh, so they had a few special guests. Yes, one of which was Nolan Richardson himself. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a lot there was a lot of people pushing for them to name the court after him, mm-hmm. which they didn't at the time, but later they, on, later they, on I think in the 2020 season they did. They finally decided to do that. Yeah. Well, not the 2020 20 uh well, it was it was the 2019-2020 season. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, with with a muscleman, uh, there, and uh, and then we we went to the Kentucky game later on, mm-hmm. where they did have that on the court, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, Taylor, um, you, you you have some thoughts on Nolan Richardson, uh, you know, I mean, do you do you feel like that's a deserved um thing for him? Yes, I do. I believe that Nolan Richardson is the greatest college basketball coach of all time. Now that's uh, that's quite the statement. So so when you say that, you're including NBA too. You're including um, uh, Pat Riley, um, uh, Mr. Wooden from the uh, UCLA, that won a bunch of championships. You you feel that Nolan Richardson what was the best i do okay i really do awesome well you know i think i think he could have had a lot more success had he been coaching maybe another team you know i i he like if he was at kentucky he may have won six or seven championships you Mm -hmm. know or or ucla uh but he came to Arkansas and he built that program up, and um, he had quite a, quite a bu- bunch of success. So, um, so yeah, you would say that that was deserved. Okay, so uh, getting back to the game, we go to the game. T- uh, tell our listeners h- how was the game experience for you? The first time in Bud Walton. Also, what was the outcome of the game? Well, Arkansas was down by one point with 18 seconds to go and they inbound to Jalen Harris and he dribbles the ball and goes through a screen and he goes to shoot a layup Alex and he ends up going high off the glass remember that right to make the layups Ole Miss couldn't block it and Arkansas ended up winning that game 73 to 72 yeah that was uh and I've actually got video of of that from you know from our from our vantage point, Taylor. That was the first time I ever saw you dance. Yes. Yeah, that was uh man, that was a great time. So, the reason we're telling you this story is is not so much you know, yes, it was Taylor's first time to go to the Bud Walton Arena. You know he loved he loved everything about it, and he, you know, we had a great experience during the game. The Razorbacks won. Um, and then also, you know, we got, we got to see a, a, a large number of the the members of the 94 team get honored. Um, uh, of course, Corliss Williamson wasn't there. He was working. He couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, but no one Richardson was. So if you've ever been to a Razorback game, you know that you can probably kind of hang out for a little while. 
go down to courtside and maybe meet a couple of players. Mm-hmm. And we did just that. Yes. Of course, you know, we were at the top of the steps of the lower level, so we had to go down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as Taylor said, you know, um, you know, stairs. And Taylor, you know, you you you, you kind of you kind of have to take your time with that. I you know, especially of my going up. Palsy. Yes, sir. So, um, we went down there, and who all did we meet? Well, I ended up meeting Isaiah Joe, Mason Jones, Gabe Osabowen. Right. And they signed my shirt and took pictures with me. It and was very nice. Yeah, you still have that shirt. I do. Yeah. And we continued to wait around, and we got to meet somebody else, right? We also, let's see. Well, a former a former player of the 94 team. Oh, who's, Scotty who's, Thurman. Yeah, Scotty yes. Thurman, who, who I was very excited to to meet. Yeah, we got a, we got a couple pictures with him, which was we awesome. We did. Yeah. And so, again, you know, we're waiting around down here and and you know we met scotty thurman and then out of the corner of our eyes we see who nolan richardson yeah i mean he's making the rounds he's you know he just got interviewed he's making the rounds you know signing autographs taking pictures with people he gets within you know he's just coming around we're waiting and then what happens Taylor? well nolan richardson was literally 10 seconds away from us. Yeah, yeah. And the security guard says, time's up. You yeah. guys got to go. Yeah, because, I mean, we were down there for at least an hour after the game ended. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I, I looked, I, I remember looking at the security guard and thinking, oh, come on, man. I Like, we're next in line. And, uh, you know, the guy, I mean, he was he was nice about it, you know, and, you know, I'm not going to throw a fit, you know. Um, but anyway, so, you know, we went down all those stairs. Well, we have to go back up on Taylor. Yes. And so we're going up. And uh, well, just just tell us, tell us how that went. Well, we're going back up the stairs. And, you know, as I mentioned in the very first podcast, I have cerebral palsy. So when I'm going upstairs, it is a challenge for me. So we get up to where we almost were, and then I tell the security guard, hey, mister, is it okay if I sit down and rest? I'm handicapped. I have a hard time. And he said, oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead and sit down and rest. So I sit there for, what, roughly 15 minutes? Yeah, I I can't remember what the timeline was um I, I do remember though that the the security guard you know he was he was being patient with us um but i could c- kind of tell you know he was you know i mean he's got a job to do he's got to empty the arena so that you know they can do their cleaning and all that stuff um so you get back up and you know we go out and um you know we get to the top of the stairs yes and then and then what happens well, I remember telling you and the security guard, can I just take one more look before I leave? And he was like, yeah, go ahead, take your yeah. look before yeah. we leave. So I snap a photo with my phone. Yeah. And then we have to leave. And then 
this is the best part right here when we get well, to the yeah and and the reason we're telling you all this to lead up to this moment is that there's many instances where where what's about to happen would not have happened if we hadn't have um um taken taken a few moments here taking a few moments there um and, and and again i mean i mean at this point the game had been over probably an hour and a half so again we missed the opportunity with no one we walk around and i realize that there's an elevator there like you know if you've been to bud walton arena you have to go up these steps to just get to the lower level uh, at the first entrance and then you have to go up uh, other stairs if you go up to the second level, which we didn't. But we didn't see the elevator when we came in. Well, when we're going out, we see the elevator. And I'll so, let you take over. This is the best part, Alex. Well, no, I mean, chime in whenever. But Okay. We, we get in the elevator, and there is levels, of course. You know, there's, there's numbers. One, two, three. And the thing is, is... I didn't realize this. We were on level three. I thought we were on level two. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to press one and go in to the part where we came in on. You know, it makes sense, right, Taylor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do this. Elevator doors close. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of a slow elevator. I mean, it took about, I don't know, about 10 plus seconds to get down <clears throat> doors open what do we see taylor well the door opens up and there stands the greatest basketball coach of all time in college mr nolan richardson <laughs> yeah he's there waiting to get on the elevator so what happened is when i pushed the number one that put us going into the atrium that goes into the court level or, or also the dressing room for the Arkansas Ragebacks. So there he is about to get on. And, you know, me and me and Taylor, we just look at each other like, I, I mean, literally I, I thought we were going to get in trouble. I thought, I thought we were going to get arrested or, you know, security was going to pounce on us, you know, cause you know, we were in an unauthorized section, but no one got on. And, and, you know, I mean, you, you talked to him for, for a moment, uh, do, do you remember some of the some of the conversation you had with him? Yes, I do. I said, "Hey, Nolan, my name is Taylor Stoneacre," and he said, "Okay." And I said, "Mr. Nolan, I think your halftime speech got these hogs fired up." Yeah, yeah. And he said, "Yeah, I think it did too, buddy." Yeah. And uh, it, it what impressed me with Nolan. I mean, he was and he was just so gracious and nice, and um, you know, he let me take a picture of you too. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll post that later on the Facebook page. Um, but that's not the end of the story. So we get on and, and then this time we, we pick the right number. Uh, we, we get out at the place where we're supposed to. And, you know, we're, you know, we're riding in the elevator with Nolan Richardson. No big deal. (laughs) You know, and then what? Well, then... We go down to the next level, and the door opens up, and there stands the current basketball coach for Arkansas at the time, Mike Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, and, and he was waiting on Nolan to, you know, I mean, I, I guess, you know, they were just 
going to probably catch up, you know, talk about the game, all yeah. that stuff. And so, and then I snap a picture of all three of y'all, which was in, in, in this picture, you know, I, I think it's actually on the Facebook page. Yes, but, it is. I mean, this picture, it, it looks like, like there's this, these three basketball minded geniuses, you know, are just having this conversation and, um, anyways, it, it was awesome. And so, you know, we took, we took that moment of disappointment taylor mm-hmm. we, i mean yeah i mean it was disappointing you know that we we were 10 seconds away from seeing no one and then these series of events played out to where we we get Sorry, to meet him i couldn't quite hear you could Uh-oh. you please repeat what you said okay well um apparently siri wants wants in on some action uh, some of the action here uh sorry about that um that was weird okay so anyways i digress maybe i'll let that out maybe i won't i have Um, one thing i'd like to say alex yeah alex i believe that that was a god thing what are your thoughts on that i believe god Uh, wanted that to happen for us man well i i I think so too i mean i think i mean you know you know taylor you're you're a godly man yes you are too thank you and i think uh you know god sees some opportunities where he can possibly make some things happen and uh i think that day he he made that happen i mean that like again all of these things that took place that led up to that were um you know if if one of those things didn't happen if if we didn't take a little bit extra time going up those steps if we didn't stop at the top of those steps to take in bud walton arena you know, one last time before we leave. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple other things that would not have happened. Right. I mean, we might have went down in the atrium, but we we would not have we would have missed Nolan Richardson. Yes. So, um, yeah, I think it was a God thing. I do too, brother. And and so, yeah, I mean, you and me, we were we we were just looking at each other as we left. You know, and we just could not believe what happened. Yes. You know, I mean, uh, you know, you know, for people listening, I mean, if you're not a Razorback fan, you know, this may not seem like a big deal to you. But when you meet, you know, some say the best college basketball coach ever and, and arguably the best one that Arkansas has ever had. Yes. Um, it's a big deal, especially for – a diehard Razorback fan, and uh, yeah, I agree. It was a God thing, but you know, God's kind of funny that way. You know, He takes our disappointment and He turns it into something. Yes. Which, do you have anything else to say about this? Because that's gonna be a great segue into our fourth quarter. Well, I just had one more thing I wanted to say. So, do you think? God allowed that to happen, Alex, because we're doing a great job of serving Him. Um, I think I think uh, I think that could be the case. I think you know uh, God is rewarding. He he's he uh, I th- I think he he allows things to to transpire, and um, and, and I really do believe. You know, I'm I can't really think of any scriptures off the top of my head that back that up but 
I mean, I, I think he's he, he he plays a role in our lives, and um, there's there's many instances where where I, I feel like God has interceded in my life and and made things better. Yeah. Um, now, is that because I've been doing a, a good job serving? Uh, you know, I would hope so. You know, um, but uh, but that doesn't mean that we should ever stop right. serving. Um, you know, because I know a lot of a lot of times, you know, you know, we get rewarded and then we're like, oh, okay, well, we're 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 good now, and then you know we can you know just chill out with everything. But um, yeah, I think uh, I mean servitude. You know, it has its it has its um, uh, advantages for sure. Um, but you know, it sometimes it's hard to be a servant as well. Um, but um, let's get let's get into this fourth quarter, Taylor. Okay, into let's, third quarter, starting the fourth, listeners. Yeah. Let's talk about disappointment. Okay. So so Taylor, I'm, I'm going to let you kind of drive here, and what uh what do we need to talk about here? Well, disappointment is something that we all face in life. You and I both have been there, I know. And I have researched four scriptures here that talk about disappointment. And if you don't mind, Alex, I'll go ahead and read off these scriptures. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4 says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more sorrow, no more pain, no more crying, for the former things are passed away. Now, as I say that, what does that scripture mean to you, Alex? Well, I mean, there's going to come a time where, um, I mean, possibly it, it, it probably won't be in this lifetime that we're living in now, but there is a reward for for serving Him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of people use this verse specifically whenever they talk about, you know, whenever we're in heaven, you know, there's no sadness in heaven. Because if right. there's no tears in heaven, well, there's no sadness. Right. And, and, and you know, the, the reward of serving him is, is an is a eternity um, with him. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, uh, I think that kind of speaks for itself. Right. Right. And the second scripture that I have here is one that we've talked about before. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that one before, you know, just trusting in him if you're having trouble making a decision in life. Right, right. And he'll guide you. Well, and, and, you know, I think a verse that coincides with that. Is one of my favorite verses, and that's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Yes. Um, what does that one say, buddy? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of uplifting scriptures. Um, but, I mean, you know, there's... I think I think a lot of people need to realize, I mean, there is a cost of discipleship, you know, you know, I've I've had this discussion with my kids before. You know, there's there's times where 
where you're going to get made fun of Mm -hmm. for doing the right thing. Yes, you are. You're going to get made fun of for for your faith. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're going to have friends that are going to think you're you're square for Mm -hmm. not drinking with them. Yeah. Or not partying with them. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's... We just have to keep our keep our eyes on the prize. Yeah. But hey, uh, man, bro. What, what's hey, man, it, brother? So the next one I have is Isaiah chapter forty, verse thirty-one. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. What does that one mean to you, buddy? Well, you know, I mean, you know, patience. Patience is very important when it comes to being a uh, a believer in Christ. Yes. Um, you know, we'll pray for things mm-hmm. day in and day out. And, you know, God answers those prayers. It just may not be the answer we want. Yes. His three answers are yes, no, and wait a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, where, where, if you don't mind me asking, where, where have you heard that before? Is that is that something that, that somebody's taught you or... I've heard that from family members. Oh, I heard really? It from my grandmother, Burley Perry. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, we, we've we've got to take the things that we learn from uh, from our from our elders, you know, and you know, family, uh, mothers, fathers, grandfathers, you know, you know, all those folks that have lived life long, you know, they they do have some wisdom. Um, you know, in that verse, it says, but. Uh, Going back to that, they wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. So that right there is saying, like, yes, I'm going to renew your strength. And and with that strength, I, I think what it's saying there is, I expect you to do something with that strength. Mm-hmm. You know? So... uh did you have any other verses I have on that? One more here, and this is, I think, the one that I really want to get into. It says, "So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you." And what? Where's that at? Just for our listeners, if they wanted to look that up. That's in First Peter chapter five verses six through eight. Hmm. So, yeah. Alex, let's dive into this last one. What does that mean to you, bud? Well, let's let's repeat it one more time. Okay, First Peter chapter five verses six through eight. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God. For he cares about you. So it says a lot there. Um, you know, it says be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, of course. You just it, talked about that. Yeah. Um, it says not to worry. Mm-hmm. You know, which and I mean, that's we've, something we all struggle with is our worrying. Well, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this a lot in prior podcasts. You know, I've been uh, doing a lot of worrying due to COVID nineteen, Alex. Well, you know, anxiety, anxiety kind of takes hold of us, and you know it. Well, it, you know, it can cause us to be depressed. It could cause us to be, I don't know, a little, a little anxious, a little apprehensive. You know, I mean. Lots of folks are scared to going out. Lots of folks are, um, 
you know, they, they might get upset at people who, who may not be taking it very serious, you know, and, um, but I mean, that, that, that goes with a whole lot of things in life. I mean, you know, there's, there's folks that I know that are battling illnesses right now, you know, major illnesses where, um, you know, not COVID, but, you know, stuff like cancer, stuff like, uh, um, well, just stuff that, that can, um, you know, that, that, that people worry about all the time, you know, um, you've got folks that are worrying about their jobs, their careers, their families, you know, and, you know, that ver this verse, I mean, you know, it's one thing to read a verse, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, you read a verse, but then you got to pray about it. You Mm -hmm. got to pray on it. You know, I mean, prayer is very, very important, Taylor. Yes, it is. And what I wanted to say about this scripture, my mother, Cheryl Watson, taught me this this morning. She was saying that when God answers no to a prayer, it may be just because it's not the right time, that he has something better in store for you. What are your thoughts on that, man? Oh, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, and, And when that answer is no, I mean... <laughs> It is disappointing. It is. Um, but we have That's to. That's re- where your faith comes in. Well, yeah, and you know, we have to realize that we have we have finite minds. You know, we and you know, you, you had that verse earlier. You know, lean not on your understanding. Yeah. You know, there's there's only so much we can understand. You know, because we we don't have we don't have the mind of God. Right. You know, we don't have the wisdom. We don't have the knowledge of this being that spoke everything into existence um, and knows what the end looks like from the very beginning. Um, and uh, again, I mean, we've, we've got to just, we just got to leave it to God, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think, uh, you know, when we talked about, you know, you know, being an Arkansas fan can be disappointing sometimes. Yes. Uh, sometimes when we are really, really amped about uh, meeting a, a famous basketball coach and we don't, you know, it's disappointing. Yes. But, you know, in that instance, at that game, God, you know, we we handled it um, with grace. Mm-hmm. And, well, we were patient. Mm-hmm. And well, God showed out a little bit, and you know, yeah. put us on a elevator with Nolan Richardson. So, uh, um, yeah, I think you know, dealing with disappointment, of course, is it's not fun, um, but uh, it's part of life, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, good, good talk on that, Taylor. I, yeah, I appreciate you sharing those verses and. Um, Again, you know, though, if uh, if anybody has any verses that they have in mind that they want to share as far as what helps them deal with disappointment or just or deal with anything, you know, feel free to share them. Uh, maybe we'll talk about them on the next podcast. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think we're I think we're about to end this uh, section of the podcast. Uh, Taylor, anything you want to share with the listeners? Anything? Um, I, I don't know. Just anything you wanna you wanna talk about before we uh, wrap this up. 
I just wanted to say thanks again, Keytron Jackson, for choosing the hogs. And I want to say that Sam Pittman has got me believing in the hogs. Well, I was disappointed, but I'm starting to believe again because of Sam, man. You know, uh, again, you know, we're going to find out in a few weeks what we got, um, what we have to build on. Did we want to tell our listeners that we're going to try to do a podcast on the day of the game yeah yeah so i I think we touched on that a little bit um yeah um we're we're, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to just kind of do maybe a pregame talk um of course i mean you know what we won't release it until after the game's over but um but you know we'll we'll talk a little bit before the game we may talk a little bit during halftime you know share our thoughts and then uh and then kind of do a post-game perspective and, and this is Alex and I's first game watching it together, right? Uh, yeah. I don't think I don't think we've ever actually watched, uh, I guess, a Razorback game on TV. So I'm looking forward so, to uh, it, brother. I'll. Uh, uh, what What do I need to bring, Taylor? I well, mean, I'll get with my mom on that and okay. we'll work those details okay. out. All right. I'm thinking chicken wings. Oh yeah. Yeah, chicken wings. Maybe some pizza. We got a three o'clock game on SEC Network. Let's get it, baby! <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, uh, again, thank you, listeners, for listening. Oh, and by the way, I wanted to um, give a shout out. Um, you know, we've uh, we've got some intro music uh, that we've been using the last couple of podcasts, and then uh, uh, got an introduction. That's from a good friend of our, uh, ours named John Gunner. Uh, he's also got a podcast of his own. Uh, I think we've given a shout out before. I want to mention again, it's the Fanatic Life podcast. They they talk about an assortment of things, uh, sports, of course, movies, video games. Uh, they actually talk a lot about trading cards too. If that's something you're interested in, he's a, a very knowledgeable. Or they're they're both very knowledgeable on uh, on that topic. So um, give them a listen uh, if you get a chance. Uh, but with that. Uh, Taylor, I think there's only one thing left to say. Woo pig, baby!